Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they have you mumbling or spitting heat from say what you want to intermittently We're It's All Been Done, the podcast. Despite the tears, he made it here. It's my co-host, Evan. Hold on to your armrest. Don't be alarmed. It's my co-host, Saker, and he's going to do his best. <laughs> Is that it? You're not going to do the whole chorus? You're just going to do like wait, wait, 90% okay. of it? Because it's Once a long haul. Well, the other part's mine. It's a long haul, and I'm in this. <laughs> it's true. Unfortunately, we are. Although I, I would like to see the posted limit sometime. I, what is the? Well, the posted limit is twelve albums, right? Well, for now. For now, right? One day we will exceed those posted limits. But Ev, here's the thing. Welcome to season ten of It's All Been Done. I hate that I'm saying that right now, but we are finally. We've made it to album ten, dude. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? Here we are. Here we are. The big decade. What anniversary is this? Paper anniversary? Uh, I think Silver the, anniversary? Yeah, the tenth. Lead is, anniversary. I think the silk anniversary. We are. We are meant well, what's to. What's the tenth? What's the tenth BNL anniversary? Uh, the. I think it's garbage fries. Yeah, it's Ty. It was, it was Ty's it's, turn to choose, and he chose a garbage, big plate of fucking like a chorizo garbage fries. It's our garbage fry anniversary. <laughs> it's our Gosh, that fry. sounds so much better than like a diamond anniversary. One hundred percent. I would love. You have the burrito anniversary, the garbage yeah. fry anniversary, the yeah, the chalupa absolutely. anniversary. Aww. It's all Taco Bell menu items. <laughs> oh my god, that's not a bad. That's truly. They should year one. You start with the shittiest fast. We're mm-hmm. we're verging into Doughboys territory. Narrow. I'm. So, we gotta like move away from this. But okay, you, you start with start with the shittiest. So Burger King anniversary is year one. Then you move up to like. Uh, oh hey, hey, Burger King is the shittiest. <sighs> Bud, I don't know what to tell you. But I think it's better than a Mickey D's. But okay. anyway. All right. I don't want to. Neither here nor there. I don't want st- to trot on the Doughboys' uh, <laughs> sacred ground. <laughs> can, I, can I show you? you know a, come for us. Can I show you a portent of ill omens in the future? Real quick. Okay. Okay. Here's our uh, best music podcast in Columbus uh, trophy, of course. Here it is. And here is <gasps> what it oh, is. No! <laughs> Was that my, your son? My son knocked it off the shelf yesterday. And uh, he I just has been, know. that fucker has been perennially jealous of everything that you do. He's really, he's trying he not just, to live in my shadow, but. He's just a fucking out for you, man. He's a little Since shit. Day, goddamn one. I know. And now barely 600 days later, he's already <laughs> <laughs> pissed off. So to listeners, by the way. It's broken in half. That was a very visual gag. Do you think he's actually your son, or do you think he's like a like a devil seed or something? Like I the omen? think we've talked. I hate to tell you that we've covered every ground on this podcast, but I think we've talked about the fact that he might be a demon spawn before. What about an alien? Do you think he's an alien? <laughs> yes, and I think he's a devil alien. <laughs> he's from alien hell. Yeah, do you think? I mean, they've got to have like aliens. If they develop religion, they've got to have like. I mean, well, I mean. Is, is a binary a fundamentally human trait? Like, that we have good and evil? Like, are there, like, some alien would have, like, three different things? Like, uh, um, uh, love, uh, wetness, and uh, <laughs> scarlet. Like, sure. you're, either, you're either lovely or you're wet, which is, uh, I guess, the thing that they don't want. Mm-hmm. And then scarlet, which is a, a third thing that we don't have no... Um, oh, so you could have said good, bad, or indifferent, but you instead chose love, <laughs> wetness. No, no, scarlet is, it doesn't, it's like simpatico. It, there's no translation oh. for, uh, no translation in, in any human language. Wow, okay. But we've chosen scarlet simply because it is, it, it evokes the same. Well, it's the only color that our eyes can see. It's the most, uh, that, that on their spectrum, that's most approximate to what their feeling is good because they as as most things in the galaxy they communicate through like chromatophores so it's a visual language uh, (laughs) rather than an actual spoken language they don't have they're completely silent but i know that last episode 
I asked you if you took any writing cues from this podcast before as a professional writer, and I truly, truly beg that you do some sort of uh, Ted Chiang sort of story about chromatic aliens. Already did. Okay. You did it? Yeah. Oh, I don't read all your stories. I'm sorry. Analog 2013 or something. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, speaking of chromatic aliens, <laughs> is that a good Speaking of a man with a scarlet hat on. Oh, shit, it's perfect. He's a birthday boy. He's a sloppy boy. You know him from Comedy Bang Bang and his podcast, Questions for Lennon, and a million other things. The proprietor of the funniest Twitter feed on the internet, it's Mike Hanford. Hi, Mike. How are you? Hi. Hi. Oh, wow. <laughs> the funniest Twitter feed. That's a lot of Twitter. I, it is. It's an <laughs> embarrassing amount of Twitter. But I've he watched... Called you, he called you proprietor. Yeah, I, I was. So, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I have a team that that writes all that stuff. I just hit the send button. Sure, you're the cultivator of the twentieth right. Twitter feed. Sure. I I forget who it was, and this is like the lamest story in quarantine times. But somebody had the funniest tweet the other day that was like, "Who's gonna have the last tweet?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, who is gonna have the last tweet? When's it gonna end?" God, that's true. Someday it's gotta shut down. I mean, if it's not at Jack, I mean, who else is uh, right? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, the the thing is, like, if it's like a, any other social media site, like, it never shuts down. It just kind of lips along forever. Like, MySpace is still around. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But is it'll just it'll just be making its own fake tweets or not fake tweets, <laughs> real tweets to the to the AI. I guess yeah, there are so many like uh, AI bots out there that are just spamming yeah. out. Yeah. It'll be till the end of till the heat death of the universe. We will have <laughs> the last tweet will be from Wanda six four seven two about how Trump is winning the election in right, thirty seventy eight. I just watched social dilemma so now i'm i'm so weary of like even touching my phone <laughs> sure yeah yeah that checks out um yeah. so uh mike i wanted to talk to you about all sorts of things but let's first talk about music so you are in the sloppy boys uh, i'm in the sloppy boys band you're, right. you're in fact if i'm not mistaken wearing your own merchandise right now which is a that's a that's a big move and i love it <laughs> the fucking rules i know um, a, a shirt with your own face on it <laughs> for, for sure um how have you been as a musician weathering the storm of lockdown like are, are you folks still doing your thing are you still recording uh, no, we, we we finished this album, the last album, uh, Paradiso, in lockdown. Mm. So we had everything recorded in January, and Jeff had to do the drums. Uh, he had to go like socially distance at a recording studio with a guy behind a pane of glass and do the drums for the whole album by himself. Wow, <laughs> that's a yeah. nightmare. All right, cool. Like that was our that was our biggest like socially dis our quarantine challenge. Yeah, sure. For the album, and then just not being able to tour has been like the biggest thing because like two year, a year ago two years ago we started touring with um don't stop or we'll die and having so much fun and doing live shows was great so yeah that's just such a bummer yeah oh god i'm sure um and i'm sure that you know it, it affects your your you know being a musician as well and trying to to make that something that you do because that's where you sell most of your merch i'd imagine is that live shows and stuff uh yeah. yeah 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 probably okay all right but if I had to break down the the uh, let me talk to the accountant <laughs> and see where please? the yeah he's where the cash comes in from or, okay all right cool <laughs> he's the proprietor of a band he is the proprietor yeah yeah um what so so sloppy boys do you guys call yourselves a comedy band or <laughs> you know that's I'm I'm even the the, the term band or sure. musician I'm I'm even like wait a minute here <laughs> yeah yeah I mean because it's I mean were you ever in any like sincere i don't mean to say that you're insincere the sloppy boys no no no. well we are but uh no i was never in a band uh tim played music a lot as a as a like middle schooler on or high schooler Mm -hmm. on jeff was in bands as a kid 
uh, in like high school. He played. He was in. A, I think he was in like a ska band or something. He played saxophone. Ho, ho, ho. And bass. That's you've hit Evan's uh, <laughs> trap card here. Yeah, <laughs> you said the word ska. That might be wrong. I just know he played like a, a real big fish song or something. Yeah, we gotta throw that. We gotta throw the drop in. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. There we go. <laughs> he played. Yeah, you had that ready. Yeah. Uh, is that a beer, Evan? No, that's tea. It's tea. Yeah. That's tea. Okay, but it's in a beer mug. Yes, it isn't an album wrap up, so I'm not drinking You're, beer out of this. It's a, gotcha. It's green tea. We just. You're here for the tea. <laughs> Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, we're not a real we're not musician. a real band. <laughs> uh, like, when when I when I come up with songs, I'm like learning how to play that's the song right then. Jesus. If that makes okay, sense. Like, yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning how chord structure works as I'm writing the demo. Are you on stage mouthing like A A C A? No, 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 no. I, I'm I've got some more. I, like I know how to play guitar. And I play drums and basses. Uh, a little, we I, we simplify it for me. Okay, all right. Quite a bit. Uh, there, there's some there's some trickier things in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. What? There have there definitely have been moments in our band where, you know, whether it's me, Tim, or Jeff, will be like, okay, um, yeah, we can do. This. I don't think I'd ever be able to do this uh, live. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's incredible. Well, you know, we are, are the band that we're talking about today. Unfortunately, Bare Naked Ladies, uh, I think, has a lot of similar like, how the fuck are we going to do this live moments? Yeah. And I yeah. I'm wondering like. Because they're kind of a comedy-esque band, too, sometimes. They're Once right. They're, they're, a, well, yeah. they're a light band. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. right. Yeah, now that we're in, the, uh, in the, the, the dad era, not really so much right. anymore. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're, uh, to answer your question, I don't know if we're a comedy band, but we're a band that is comedy-driven. That w- all right. All right. I guess. I don't sure. know. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, we want to we wanna be able to play on Warp Tour. <laughs> is that a dream? What are your aspirations? No, no, no. That, that's no dream. The dream, I think, for me is to have a... Um, to have a... Uh, uh, now I'm bl- completely blanking on his name. The... Uh, the Charlie Mingus. Che- cheeseburgers in Paradise. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. Jim- yeah. To have a Jimmy Buffett-esque level of, like... We play in one spot. Everyone comes down for the party. Hell that's yeah! It. Oh my god! I mean, you're already you've 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 attuned yourself to the uh, to the party vibe already. So, so right. Jimmy Buffett's fans are called Parrotheads. What are your what are your sloppy boys? Sloppheads. Sloppheads. Yes. Slop buckets. Slop buckets is really no. This the slopheads. They're they're proud. They're loud. They're proud. And they're out there. <laughs> okay. They're all wearing that sweatshirt right now yes. <laughs> as the slop buckets do. Um, cool. All right. Well. Ev, what do you, should we just get to this week's song? Let's, let's, let's not. Why? Let's okay. So, right Ev, I, I have a lot of questions for you guys about oh. the about, about this podcast the and where you. Fucking tables, Mike. Where, <laughs> no, just I want to know where we are. So you've gone through every single song since Gordon, the first song. In Go- That's correct. We have this so, is ten albums in. Is that Hello City? Is the first? You oh, got it. He's a oh. scholar. And there we go. Well, that's we can get into my how I like this band. But uh, so you guys have gone through every single song. Yeah. And you st- are you guys fans? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I think that's everyone's answer on I this. Mean, I mean, as a as a kid, one hundred percent. And uh-huh. listening to the first like seven albums again, I was like, "Fuck yeah, these guys rule!" Uh-huh. And now we're in the era that I never listened to them anymore. And I think. Evan was uh, sort of the skeptic at first, and now we've switched roles a little bit to him being yeah. the believer and me being I think the skeptic. That's our, we, have, we both arc. have we divided yeah, we it. divided ourselves into different <laughs> character arcs. It's sort of like a, a Breaking Bad sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, Saker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saker becomes less good as we go along, and I become yes. more good. So yeah. I'm the Jesse to his Walter. No. Or but you've been making meth since episode one. <laughs> oh hell yeah, yeah! I could not get through an episode without a lot of meth. <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, do they we, have a dog. 
Sure. Yeah, that sounds I'm that, right. I'm the dog. I'm the dog. Cool. And I'm Ted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he shows up once. Maybe he's dead. Sure. Maybe not. Yeah, dead Ted. <laughs> oh, um, could be the John- Giancarlo Esposito character instead. God, fucking great. I he's uh, have have you all been watching The Mandalorian or is Hell that yeah. okay? All right, Mike, are you? Not yet. You're st- okay. No, I'm. I spoil away if you want. No, 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 no spoilers. But Giancarlo Esposito no. fucking rules in that. It is the yeah. it is the Star Wars that Rogue One should have been. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's why. Um. But uh, well, tell me, because I usually I skip asking the guests anymore what their experience with bare naked ladies is because it's always, uh, you know, I like they might be giants a lot when I was a kid, and then I <laughs> listen to one week and weird out. Yeah, weird out. That's Al so. That's so funny because my, okay, so my intro to this band was my brother when he was in like sixth grade maybe mm. had a little, I, I quote unquote girlfriend like a girl that. They sort of liked each other. And she ended up moving out of town. And before she left, left him like a mixtape. Okay. Which was a very cute little thing Aww. for little kids to do. And maybe they were in fifth grade. Anyway, uh, I so he listened to it. But I would also listen to a lot of his tapes. And it was a Bare Naked Ladies Gordon. So selections from Gordon. And then uh, 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 selections from Flood, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Checks out to me. All right. I think that's what, yeah, the two kinds. No, I'm sorry. You know, I'm so stupid. It was Violent Femmes. Oh, okay. So I was, I'm way off. Oh, that's way, yep. way different. That's like legit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right, right. And so, okay, so I would hear some of these songs on Gordon, and I loved them. I thought it, they were so, like, funny and silly. And uh, Hello City is a very, I was listening to it the other day. It, like, came up on my Spotify. Oh, cool. And did you did you keep up with them after Gordon at all? No, well, that's what's funny. I was doing this, when you asked me to do this podcast, I was like, I looked into it, and that I was surprised they're still a band. <laughs> right. and, and that they have been putting out so much music. Yeah. And what the music is because. <laughs> yes, all of that is. God, to go from Hello City to the song we've asked you to review today is such a fucking titled <laughs> sea change. Wild. But they're, they're such an interesting band. They're so, like, toothless and... <laughs> <clears throat> I, I, you know, nothing against. They're just nice Canadian guys. Sure. They don't seem to ha- really have an edge. Stephen Page seemed to have an edge, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it's hey, so. Ed has crashed a, very a plane. In- <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yes. Uh, Ed's crashed a plane. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else cool the other Brennan ladies have ever done. I know. Is coming to mind. Jim, Jim killed a man down south. Yeah, just to watch him die. <laughs> just um, to watch him die. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so you're basically. You're coming from. You are like you've been teleported from 1993 to be with us here right. today. Okay, and then and then a, f- a few of the little uh, singles that would play on sure. the radio every once yeah. in a while. Of course, our one weeks yes. and our pinch me's and all that stuff. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, good. Well, then I'm desperately curious to hear what you thought about this week's song. <laughs> Listeners, this week's song is called Limits, and if you've never heard it before, here is a quick sample. <laughs> I assume first time you've ever heard this song. I listened to it before. No, okay. I listened to it before the podcast. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, what was your impression listening to it for the first time? Like, what were your thoughts? My my initial thought was, 
when is this intro going to end? <laughs> okay. The like and oh and then it ended on I don't I mean I I should know a little bit more about music than I do but I think the lyrics came in on a very weird beat. Like I don't think it was on the one or it seemed like a, the wrong time to be starting to sing. Sure, yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, I would agree with you there. This is an extra long fucking intro. This So I don't That's know. not doing much. No. It's just like... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's, it's a vibe more than anything, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if either of you guys listen to Collective Soul, the band, but the intro to this sounds exactly like the intro to one of their songs from like 10 years earlier called Heavy. Which we'll put in right ah. here. Interesting. Okay, yeah, it's... So here's, I, I sort of, it's all contextual, right? Because this is the first track on the album. So like, maybe they're like, yeah. oh, let's ease people. Let's put our toe into the water here real quick. Um, I kind of love the, like the weirdly electronic resonant sound, but it's fucking weird. It's, it's very, <laughs> very strange. It just lasted too long for what it was. Yeah, for sure. Um, but what's not, so here's, here's what I hate about, I, I love having guests on this podcast. I love you. It, it, effusive praise for you, but I hate having guests because sometimes I'll be so effusive with my praise for the song, and I'll be like, uh-huh. because you you don't have any context, but we've just been through hell. We just went through an <laughs> album that like sucks. So I heard the song. I was like, fuck yeah, I kind of like this song. <laughs> this song is kind of good. See, I, I, I liked how long the opening was because it was like, after the last couple, and this is this is a tangential to what Saker said. Like after the couple last couple albums where they've started with like, "Good morning, hello, <laughs> I'm happy to see you." Yeah, like they started with like a really like low key song, but here yeah. it's like here it's like fucking strap yourselves in, hold on to your armrest because here it comes, and it's just like it's coming down the road. You hear the song coming before it actually gets here. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like you that. are tied to the train tracks for this song, and you can, you can see it coming towards you slowly but surely. It is. I also don't want to. I also don't want to jump on and be like, "This was bad." I don't oh, no, like. It's please totally do. fine. If you, if you, yeah, but we have, I, we're not going to ride that or die like the for easiest thing to do. Just be like. Listen, it's desperately important that you have a take on this podcast. <laughs> so we we want you to either yeah. fucking love this song or fucking true, hate it. true, true. I know I got, I can't play I can't be too <laughs> no, you're, so you're fine. <laughs> before we dive completely into the song, I wanted to talk about the album cover for a little bit. Me too. Yes. Okay. Uh, so so my, I'm gonna. Do you want me to share a screen oh, just please, so we have it? We're all commenting on the same thing. Yes. Give me a second. Absolutely. Well, zombie. Yeah. Just just to let you know, we're coming off of the last album cover. I hate we're talking about album covers now. Was like a grayscale black and white of just the band. It was the most boring, dour, like <laughs> bullshit. There we go. And now we have this as our album cover. This is the album yeah. This, yeah. this is the album it's cover true, of a rock and roll band. It really sucks so yeah. hard. Well, like Jim looks like he's like coming to collect your soul. Sure. Right? That's the guy in the party. Yeah. 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 Tyler looks like He's, he's just seen you across the bar hitting on his date. And then like Ed Ed looks like he's like Ed looks like he's like looking himself in the mirror like I'm going to get the uh-huh. Henderson account. I'm going to get the <laughs> Henderson account. And then like Kev looks like he's just like woke up during class as a teacher's like, "Mr. Hearn, what is the teapot dome scandal?" And he's like, oh, "What?" Like they all look like 
they all have very different vibes they're bringing and it's kind of scary yeah yeah i can yeah, see that it is it's subtle it's uh, who, who's the guy in the far right uh, that's kevin, kevin he's the keyboardist yeah he looks he looks like a, a Galifianakis stand in. <laughs> he truly could be his stunt. Like double. if they were if they were doing the Galifianakis story, <laughs> yeah. he would be one he of the, the He's got sort of a he's got sort of a wispy Zach Galifianakis energy, like a low key Zach Galifianakis energy, but he could he could mm. not hit the highs. He could not yeah. go <laughs> anything. I, I don't think his that. voice right like his volume knob maxes out at like ten. <laughs> I, I don't want. I don't. I, do, I don't want to shame anybody's physical appearance, but Ty truly looks like an egg that grew hair. Like he <laughs> looks like a weird, a rotten egg, man. That raw <laughs> rotten egg. Dude, he is fucking mean mugging you though. Like you, he's... you want to talk about his appearance? That guy's gonna throw. That guy's gonna throw fists. It's he's coming true. right at you. Is... Yeah, he's looking right at. Oh, him. He's the God. only one looking directly at the camera. Yeah, stra- strange choice. Strange choice. Yeah. Um. Wow, could you think you? this was like a like a um, cover by committee where like Ed was really into it and Jim was, but then Tyler's like, "Fuck, man! All right, if I have to do this, I'm gonna fucking stare right down the fucking barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wear the goofiest glasses I have. I'm gonna stare down the barrel of the camera. I'm gonna loosen Jim's tie one second before we take this picture. Yeah, uh, yep. fuck. He's like, you, you know, I'm in it. You know, I'm in it for the uh, long haul. But <laughs> come on, guys, come on. <laughs> if you need to remove this from my screen right now, this all is. Right. They look like they're all going to a funeral." Like this is, right. and that's not quite what I'd want to, uh, what, I, what I want the band to, uh, to lead off with. <laughs> I do love those, those synths are looping. And then we have Kev coming in afterwards with his piano fucking like mm-hmm. everything sounds great here. That huge chunky, like pedaled up bass in the background. Um, it felt, yeah. what as I, it came in, I was like, Oh no. And then I went, oh yeah, oh, like yeah. like twenty <laughs> seconds later. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like on the last album, it felt like so often they were trying to cop like U two or Coldplay or something, and this at least tries to feels like they're trying to do their own thing a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe but, it was dubstep. But taking this like, I think you have to take this album as like pretending they're a totally different band. Like yes, they're the same people. Yes, the song like Ed's voice sounds the same. Yeah. But like like we talked about earlier, like the tonal whiplash from say Gordon to this is I mean, you're gonna snap your neck. You're just gonna <laughs> yeah, your head will yeah. fly right off. One hundred percent. Yeah. These sounds didn't exist back then. <laughs> it's, if you played this for somebody in nineteen ninety, their <laughs> head would explode scanner style. Yeah. yeah. What galaxy is this from? <laughs> I did I, I thought that speaking of the past, this song sounds like a fifties version of like what they thought the future would be. Like the it's like this would play in Tomorrowland or some shit. Like, right. yeah. I don't know. Um, so we have we have all sorts of interesting sort of uh, uh, instrumental things they're doing. We have a a drum machine that leads into those natural drums that sounds kind of great. Um, I I do want to mention. I know we're moving ahead in this song, but Kev's wild fucking piano solo at the he end of this full song. Ragtime. What? Like he is like honky tonk <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. I love it so. It's like much. a wild west saloon, man. <laughs> he is just going. Like right up leading up to a gunfight. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to it and like realizing the song was ending and I was hearing all that. And I was like, where are we in this song? I was like, this is the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact that that's halfway. I do. When Ed is going woo in the background, I picture him shooting in the air with two yeah. six guns. Yeah. Um, yeah, this song is like half half outro. 
Yeah, it's a long one. Yeah, yeah, and it and it was also like an eighth intro, as you said. So we've got not a lot of content, I think, in this song. Have you... what there is, mm, chef's kiss. Well, you're famously not a fan of the big long bare naked ladies outro. So was hey, I'm not I'm not normally, but like this, I liked this. Into it, okay. Yeah, I was into this. I like a good I like a good piano experimentation. Like he's it's just pure piano. He's not like. Flipping on the vi- different synth buttons, he's not going from like tubular bells to like marimba <laughs> settings, right? He's just he's just hanging out on the piano, so it's it's very clean. I liked oh, it a lot. God, can you imagine if like I want this for a live song? I want them to call somebody up from the audience and have them punch in different numbers on his keyboard, like <laughs> every like couple seconds in the solo, just switching those instruments. God, that would be <laughs> fucking great. Um, yeah, I don't know any. Any instrumental, because I had a lot to say about the lyrics and the way it's sung, yeah. but what instrumental stuff are we... Did anybody else get, like, um, I kept thinking while I was listening to this, my phone was ringing. Did anybody else get that? Like, I had to turn it off, like, several times. Like, am I getting a call? Because Not... there's, like, a... Oh, interesting. Really low in the mix, there's, like, a there's like a telephone noise. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those famous, we've talked about it before, fuck-ups that they made in the studio. They just were too lazy to fix it. They just said, print the album. <laughs> just leave it. Yeah, we can't deal with this shit right now. I, guess- I, I thought, just listening to the instruments and stuff, I didn't know what type of music this was. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was one of those, it's not like New Age, it's not yeah. rock, it's it's just music. I don't know. Hey, on, on, on YouTube, it is defined as easy listening rock, which I guess... Makes sense. Yeah. That makes this sense. This song was easy to listen to. Yeah. They're not wrong. Yeah. I, <laughs> Very easy. I, I truly I don't feel when I hear those like big electronic like dubstep inspired bass things I'm like are easy I guess it's easy listening but I don't yeah. know it's it is a very it, weird it, mix it does make sense that they like heard dubstep and were like but let's make it bare naked <laughs> ladies style yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and that, like and this is like the, is this the first time they've auto tuned um Ooh. maybe because I mean I that's remember. that's definitely there's definitely a time and a place for auto tune and it's like 2001. this was 2013 2013 yeah yeah you nailed it um yeah boy oh boy okay i didn't i i didn't clock the uh the the auto tuning in here which uh maybe i should have you didn't get the whole the whole holding on oh yeah oh the background oh yeah sure sure sure. yeah Yeah, the modified You do your best. So, so let's move on then. If we're if we're talking about the background vocals anyway, um, lyrically, what the fuck is happening in this song? What is this song about? What <laughs> I, I liked it a lot. It's about a normal relationship, right? I sure. Can you so it's about help it's me not understand? A, that? It's not a healthy relationship. It's not an unhealthy relationship, and they've both been in, in it a long enough that they're like kind of comfortable with each other, and they've seen each other's rough spots, mm-hmm. and they're in it. They're committed. They're in for the long haul. So like. Cautious acceptance with tentative optimism would be this uh, oh. this song's byword, because like he's just saying like this is how a relationship is. It's not all highs. This isn't Stephen Page like talking about how shitty it is sure. or how love like Stephen Page got the highs and the lows. Ed, we get like uh-huh. the stay the course. Sure, okay, and that's what I got. <laughs> right, like, right. The middle ground, very good ladies. What a bummer. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. not. That's what I got. Okay, I, I I read it sort of like this is someone like talking to someone with depression. And kind of like that, uh, you know, pills aren't the answer. Go outside and take a walk in nature. That's the real mm-hmm. antidepressant. Because it's like, you know, hey, today, get it done, not get it done. But you know what? I'm going to fucking get it done. I don't care what you say. Hold on to your armrest, you little armchair hater. Because I'm about to <laughs> exceed the posted limits. Hold on to your armrest. The 
This could be more commentary on, you know, uh, hopefully fucking not three years later, still talking about Stephen Page and and how, nah. his effect on the band. Nah. You don't think so? Yeah. You think we're... I think this is just a, I think this is just a straight up relationship song. Okay. Like I I I thought that too at first, and I was I was kind of reading through them and trying to think of other things it could be about. I thought maybe I don't know if he has they have any kids or anything, but I thought maybe this could be like a father to a kid. That's interesting. Uh, and what got me there was like. Don't dive in so quick to stuff, like being kind of protective of this person. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's going to try his best. And every once in a while, he's going to see the posted limits and probably dr- pull it back a little bit. Uh, okay. Yeah, I like that. So this is in, this is written for little Lyle Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah. He was like 15 at the time of this, right? Yeah, 15, he really, 16? he was, he was. Which, oh, oh, it is. Because Lyle was, if Lyle's 15, 16, he's getting his learner's permit. Oh, Ooh. well, then Ed is telling him to sometimes exceed the posted limits. That is not a good message you want to put out to your, <laughs> to your son, right? Sometimes, but well, in I life, mean, but we kind do. of is yeah. like, do you know, exceed some stuff, but check yourself back into reality. Okay, maybe. all right. Wow. I think. So, yeah, hold on to your armrest. I'm going to do my best as a father okay. to rein you in. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Sometimes you got to be you. Okay, okay. I, I, but I, I think I'm with uh, Evan where I think. Every time I hear a song, I'm like, oh, it's probably a love song. <laughs> <laughs> like, this must be about a relationship. And then you hear it's about like uh, uh, the Irish government collapsing. I'm like, oh, okay. I was close. I was close. Um, yeah, I, I felt like the, the hardest to parse line was, despite the tears, we made it here. But maybe that's the fear. Did it seem insincere? <laughs> I feel like this oh. is stream of consciousness garbage oh. here. Despite the tears, we made it here. Yeah, that that rhyme. I, I yeah, I did not like that. <laughs> yeah, very. Did not uh, have any read on that? No. Um. Yeah. <laughs> despite the tears, we made it here. So that could be a relationship or a, a parent-child okay. relationship. But maybe that's the fear that you know we're gonna break apart and that we're gonna go did too it hard. Seem insincere. Did it seem insincere? It's just a rhyming bullshit. It's just a flipped open his rhyming dictionary. I just made you say underwear. Yep, you got it. <laughs> I, I also thought hold on to your arm was so hilariously insulting. Just like what a shitty thing yeah. to say to somebody. Um Yeah, the there there was a couple things in this that were uh kind of crammed and sounded a little bit jarring to me, like once in a while. What's the while we exceed the post? Yeah, like could have there was that that felt so specifically. Uh, his name's Ed. Yeah, the main singer. Yeah, Robertson. Ed Robertson felt felt so specifically that guy. Yes, it's very he, kind of one weeky cram in those syllables. He loves mushing like <laughs> yeah. a lot of words together that don't need to be there, yep. and and are and take you out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once in a while, I see the posted limits. Yeah, we've talked about the mushmouth before. And, yeah, and yeah. I think that's his that's his like rap background coming in. Right. right? Yeah, <laughs> probably. I mean, to be honest, yeah. Um I, I, I says the man who on his albums push smushes together many words. Listen, <laughs> I <laughs> listen. We are a rap crew. We cannot not smush together words. That's I know. our job. I'm All just right. saying All you right. should be you should be very um welcome and used to this. Mike, when are you guys putting out a rap song? <laughs> we have a rap song on uh on the latest album. Oh really? Um, 
Have I forgotten yeah. already? Out on the town. Oh yeah. Oh shit. That's right. Oh, that song rules too. <laughs> and yeah. and and speaking of yeah, we we sm- I smush words together all the time because I'm trying to like hit jokes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, that recording that I was like I can do this, and then it was like oh fuck, I don't really have a good uh, flow here. <laughs> Is that one of <laughs> there the was so uh, much cut and pasting in that? Song. Oh really? Is that one of the uh, can't do it live songs? <laughs> no, I probably could figure it out, but just like you know, we we when we record stuff, it's like. Okay, we learned how to do it. Yeah. Now let's record right now. It's like, okay, I've never actually <laughs> sung this before. Here we go. Right. <laughs> it's like trying to get the breath all correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's such a there's a long hold on when pushing comes to blows, and I feel like he's winking, like get it, push it, and I'm like, I do, is this a joke? I don't understand if there's a joke here. Everybody says that everybody knows. No one won't amount to much when pushing comes. I kind of wish he would have just mispronounced Push Comes to Shove uh, as Shove. That would have been a much better joke to me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they were actually trying to make a joke. Uh, but, you know, I just, this is, it's an auspicious start to the album. It's it's new. It's different. It's strange. It's a big swing. It's like, yeah. it's cool, I guess. It's exciting. I got to say the first two, the two first two lines, today is, is not the day to get it done. Uh, wait, what is it? Today is not the day to get it done or not to get it done. Today is not the day to get it done or not to get it done. I thought that was a very like uh, good co- like quarantine feeling. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah. Like I'm I'm having a ton of moments of like, hey, I can work on this pilot right now. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> like it's not gonna get sold tomorrow, so I can do it the next. Yeah, it, it's it's simultaneously defeatist, but also very accepting. Like you know what, mm-hmm. it's it's okay. Which is another. I I kind of thought that fed into the depression thing. Yeah. At the same time, a very confusing lie too. Today is not the day to get it done or not get it. We're yeah, double negativing sure. immediately. <laughs> like. That's why I was reading it just because yeah. I put the lyrics up. Just now reading it, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, today is not the day to not not, not get it done. Yeah. Uh, God, had that been the first whole thing, today is the day to get it done. Or not get it done. Or not not get it done. Or <laughs> optionally. <laughs> um, did either of you have any other, I mean, comments about the song in general? Truly, we've flown through my notes on it. I did not have a ton. That's totally fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, no. I'm. I'm just trying to think of. I'm looking at the lyrics and thinking of what how I was feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Give me your, your personal feeling about as you as you listen to the song. What did your heart? What say? about um? What about slop rockets for uh, fans of the sloppy boys? Gonna <laughs> <laughs> pitch you. It's not oh. bad. Slop poppers. Slop rocks. Sl- slop poppers is or slop poppers is good. Good. Because there's that uh. There's that linguistic thing that says when you're when you're mixing words, like you have a one syllable word and then a two syllable word that shares the same vowel as the first syllable word. I just read that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like like cockwomble instead yeah. of dickwomble. Yeah. Like Shit cockwomble kicker. sounds a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So yeah, like slop slop poppers, slop rockers, <laughs> well, slop sockets. When we open our podcast from now on, we'll the Sloppy Boys podcast will be like, hey, slop heads, slop poppers, slop or it. We'll do the, we'll marinize it. Perfect. Welcome to the slop hop. <laughs> oh, you get like a 1950s vibe there. Um, this, uh, I'm desperately going to put this back on the rail so that train can hit us fucking head on. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, 
live, I, I, I didn't send you a live version of it, Mike, because there's truly nothing to to say. Ev, did you have anything to say about the live version of the song? The live <laughs> versions are just the song, but it's like a concert video, it right? Used to, it used to be like that they would have, like, they would do different things to songs live and, like, goof around with it. But I think they have that drum track in the background of this one that they're playing too. So improvisation is way, way, way harder with a song like this. Yeah. Um, but it was, this is like their opening song for this tour, which yeah. kind of rules. I don't know. The last summer. On yeah. Earth I guess tour. if you're in a, uh, I was going to say stadium. Are these guys playing stadiums? They're playing or <laughs> I don't Yeah. Not really stadiums. They're playing. Arenas. I wonder what, arenas. who arenas. Yeah. yeah. So like the lights are down and it's just kind of like, you just hear that. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Do you think they, well, do you think oh, they wrote should... this song with that in mind? Like we're going to, this is going to be a banger. Could be. Open. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Uh, I need to admit right now that I've seen these guys live. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Yes. How long ago was that? This was probably around the same time I was listening to that tape. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they 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 did like a free concert at this uh, like uh, like outdoor festival in my town. Yeah. And I think I was just like walking by it or something. Like I, I've seen them live. I don't think it was like a big like get the tickets, go to the show. Yeah. Like make it a big that thing. That rules, though. Yes. Okay, and that was yeah. like prime so, chef's so kiss. Little, yeah, like, like little, like little Mike, who's just listened to his uh, big brother's Gordon album, is like walking down the street, and all of a sudden he hears it live in a par- in a nearby park. <laughs> like I just imagine, like the the look on your faces, you're like, what is this? <laughs> this band is over. taking over the world. <laughs> Those people in my radio are real. They weren't just something. And, and they did throw the uh, they did throw the mac and cheese. Like that was happening. Oh yeah, yeah. Back in the day, um, that was a big thing. A million dollars. So. Yeah. Um, That's my my son will say when he sees people on TV. He likes. He's like, is that person in the world? <laughs> Which means are they are they real or not? Like, <laughs> I love that. Oh God. You should turn to him and be like, Are you? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> no. I do gaslight him quite a bit. Uh, so, um, my YouTube comment of the week comes from the live video, by the way. Six 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 acres. YouTube comment of the week. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> Uh, which is from uh, Marshall Tenor Winter seven seven years ago. They were Ooh. all like, "Hey, this this song rules! What a great song!" But Marshall Tenor Winter says, "Good stuff." But I still prefer the fat guy, which is just a <laughs> horrible, horrible thing to say on every level, insulting the wow. band, insulting Stephen Page. Like, <laughs> what a fucking shithead. Um. So in that case, I think we're about ready to move on to rating this song. As you know, Ev. We rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. So as usual, yeah. we'll give our guests some time to think. And Ev, we'll start with you. Where does this song fall for you? Bare naked to fully clothed. COVID is over. We've got the vaccine. Whoa. Everybody is popping <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and locking. Mm-hmm. My friends call me up on the phone. They say, Evan, you can't stand this night alone. No, I'm, I'm not going to wrap the whole thing. <laughs> please wrap your whole outro. Oh, God, please. God, if I if I had time to write these and I didn't like extemporaneously come up with them on the spot, I could write a whole rap one. But I won't. I shan't. Okay. Um, so they're like, I'm like, okay, what what is it, guys? And little little sake sake goes, oh, it's a it's a retro techno dance party. And I'm like, oh, that's really not my scene. It's the sort of thing I'd go to, of course. You know, you would, because you're it's a you're going to it sort of ironically. Oh sure, okay. because you know it's just it's just like the only the only gig in town because all the other right. dance clubs have shut down. So it's just like some like electronical thing. I'm like ah oh, god, and but it's like oh yeah, but there's like a karaoke thing and you could kind of mix your own songs a little bit and say so and weird. so they'll, you can like sample your voice uh-huh. and put it in this put it in the whatever version. I'm like okay, fucking fine, fine. I'll be on my best behavior for this. <laughs> so I uh, go downtown and we're all we're all rocking our like I don't know 2003. Like we're wearing like day glow clothes, sure. and we've got our little the uh, era of um, auto tune. 
We've got our little baby uh, um, pacifiers. Baby pacifiers. <laughs> oh, okay, this is a real ass rave. We're we're rolling right now. Okay, yeah, good. Roll, rolling. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> and so I go down, and at, at, at first I'm not feeling it because it's like techno music, which isn't really my jam. Uh, but then, like, uh, you know, as the night goes on, I get a few drinks in me. I'm starting to loosen up. Saker is fucking bringing it. All my buds are out there on the f- dance floor. It's like basically only us in there, so I don't feel super nervous about anything. I'm like, come on, let's do this. Hold on to your armrest. So I'm out on the floor. I'm fucking dancing. I'm getting all sweaty. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so hot in there. I gotta mm-hmm, pull off my. Mm-hmm. I gotta pull off my sweater. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it's so so hot. Then fucking bubbles. What the fuck, bubbles? Whoa. Holy shit, they're coming down. Soap and like, oh my god, they're just throwing out the stops because they want to bring everybody in. But the thing is, it's still just the end of COVID, and we're on the first uh, um, first round of vaccines. But you know, we're all top of the line oh, of vaccine course. getters. So we're ready to <laughs> go. The and the rest of America, <laughs> rest of America is not ready to play. Okay. So it's just like the tent, twenty of us in this club full on fucking rave just us in the middle of the dance floor bubbles all around music lights some dj rocking it out sampling our voices and you know what comes off it's swimsuit time oh you know we're all just i'm just down in my fucking speedo i'm rocking it out with my pacifier and my speedo <laughs> okay everyone around me we're all having a good time i didn't think i was gonna enjoy it but hell yeah i'm in for the goddamn ride okay this is a good song yeah wow, this is a right. surprisingly so, good so song you went to swimsuit was that your final verdict there Speedo. Speedo. Speedo and Pacifier. Shit, Speedo and Pacifier. That's a good look for okay. you, my friend. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I like this song. This song's going on my mix. Listeners, I don't know if I've ever nice. said this, but we are required to dress as our ratings. Uh, so mm-hmm. Ev right now is looking good. He's got it hanging around his neck. <laughs> He's uh, uh, Okay, so for mine, um, tomorrow, today, I go, because it's a Sunday. Today is not the day. Uh, I go to the grocery store on Sundays. So I'm at the grocery store. I've got my mask on and I, I'm going down the aisle. I'm looking at the cereals, the hot, do I want oatmeal this week? Or do I want to just go with it like a granola bar for breakfast? And you know, I'm just dressed in a sweater and, and jeans. Cause it's kind of cold out. And then all of a sudden I feel the world around me shake. Like there's an earthquake happening in Ohio. Never. Right. So I'm looking around everybody else. Just, they're just pushing their carts along. No big deal. And I'm like, well, I guess that, I guess it was, I guess it was just me. Okay, well, I, maybe I'm. I, I'll go. To, I'll schedule a doctor's appointment. I don't. I don't know what this is. Maybe it's an inner ear thing. So I just go on with my life. Two years later, okay, August thirteenth, twenty twenty two. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm on a beach with my good friend Ebbo, and we're watching our children play in the water together. Um, and then all of a sudden, I can see sand shifting. I feel the ground around me shaking, and now I hear something <laughs> in the distance. It sounds like. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I can feel it coming. And I look around and Evan is just happily listening to summertime on his uh, Walkman and the children. Nothing's wrong with them. So I say, maybe maybe I'll schedule a therapist appointment this time. I don't know what it is. Doctor didn't find anything wrong. 2040, 20 years from now. (laughs) I'm in bed. I'm sleeping. It's, uh, It's summer again. It's June something or other. And my, I'm alone. My, my son has grown and gone to college. My partner has divorced me and I'm in my, uh, my apartment. Uh, and all of a sudden now I hear it and I feel it. And my house is shaking and shit is falling from the roof. And now I'm covered in plaster and rubble and the walls are collapsing on me. And I dig myself out of this rubble and it's a summer night. I was sleeping. So all I have on is my boxer shorts. I dig myself out of the rubble and I say, I look around and nobody else, it's just a quiet night. Nobody's screaming. There's no police sirens, no cars. And I realize that life has changed for me, but life has not changed for the world. The bare naked <laughs> ladies are different this time, Evan. This is going to be the time that they succeed. And I'm so excited for it. I can't wait for this house to fall on me. Covered in plaster and boxer shorts. That's my rating for this song. <laughs> Lovely. Mike. 
All right, here's my rating. So I wake up this morning, and I'm you know I haven't showered yet. I'm I'm still, spoiler alert, still unshowered. <laughs> but I'm saying okay, I've got a, a a podcast to do. I don't know these guys. I'm excited to see what this whole thing's about. I've put the work in. I've listened to the song. I've I've written down some uh, some thoughts on the song, and it's time for me to stand up out of bed and get dressed. And in my head, I just keep hearing. Holding on, holding on, and thinking, oh my God, this song has made its way into my life. I didn't know what it was a week ago, and now I know that A, the Bare Naked Lady still exists, and B, this song exists, and C, I know this song. Uh, so I'm getting ready, and I'm, I'm pull, opening my drawers to put on some clothes, and I feel freezing. It is freezing where I am. Okay. So I put on uh, socks. Uh, sweatpants, t-shirt, my own sweatshirt of my own band, oh, no. and a hat. Uh-huh. And I start to feel a little warmer. And then I start to think to myself, is it the song that's making me cold or is the actual weather making me cold? I look at the temperature. It is 70 degrees oh, outside. Oh, my God. Global warming. It, it was the song that made me so cold. <laughs> so for you, it is exactly how you are dressed right now. <laughs> For me, I might take after this. Well, no, then then the story continues. Oh, okay, okay. So I get on the podcast. I I have a, a lovely conversation with my two new friends. Heartwarming. And think to myself, I am getting a little warm here. Probably don't need the socks. Probably don't need the sweatshirt. And the hat's coming off. And oh, listeners, so, he is taking them off as he speaks. That's correct. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I am now sweatpants, boxers, t-shirt wow. on this song. Wow. Wow. So we we changed your opinion well, hold for on. the better. The story continues. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to force him into giving it a better rating. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm shockingly cold yet. So I, uh, I, the song for me is one I probably will not listen to it ever again. Legit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and if I do, I'll be like, oh my God, right. This is that song from Bernie Lee. <laughs> This is one that, like, it's exciting. Have, talking about any song deeply is like, oh, I get what's happening here. And I, I do like when people enjoy stuff I don't enjoy and, like, talk about it in a nice way. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> but listeners, he is right now Hulkamania style ripping off his T-shirt. And printed on his chest in Sharpie is Ed Robertson Rules. This is truly the heel face turn that we No, that's not a heel at all. <laughs> that's a great rating. Thank you. Um, Mike, thank you so much for spending your morning thank with you. us. We, this was oh, awesome. Oh, this was man. great. Um, it's so fun to talk about a band that I... I this is a band who you, you hope... People don't know you know. One hundred percent. Whenever I introduce myself to new people, I'm like, oh, I have a podcast. What about? Yeah. It's a music podcast. <laughs> I will never let anyone know that I think "Old Apartment" is a good song. <laughs> it's, it's early, pretty good ladies. You're allowed to like. Yeah. Um, Mike, what uh, what do you have to plug? What's coming up for you? I got for me the uh, the Sloppy Boys podcast. We are um, having a great time with that. We've we're it's just me, Tim, and Jeff. We. Uh, Go down the International Bartenders Association uh, cocktail list. We all make the cocktail at home and talk Ooh. about it and talk a little bit about the history and more get into some more silly, fun stuff. Yeah. It's not a history podcast. Uh, and sometimes we're jumping off. Like we just did some great uh, holiday stuff um, and listen and have fun and make the drinks yourself. It's great. Cool. Yeah. Oh, my hey, God. Listeners, uh, because of COVID, like holidays should last until like February. Right? Oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> no one's taking their no one's taking their lights down. No one's like taking right. their trees We're down. Extending, no one's doing anything. Yeah, extending Christmas We're until extending a vaccine happens. Christmas, Hanukkah, <laughs> Diwali, yeah. all of it. Yeah, basically. All of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Mike, thank you so much. We really appreciate you being on today, man. Thanks all for right. having me. Later. Thanks. 
Ebbo. Holding on. <laughs> Holding on. Hold on. Uh, because there's still more Bennett Ladies to come here because we are doing an all new read for this season of Bare Ladies. We're done with sci-fi movies. So Ev, for Grinning Streak, a terrible title, what is the theming for your reads? Hey, Saker. Yes, Ev? What's the title of this album? I believe I'll just said it's Grinning Streak. <laughs> what makes you grin? <laughs> a good old Randy Newman song. <laughs> Are you comparing each of these songs to I Love LA or Short People? <laughs> No. No, okay. What, what makes you what makes you laugh? <laughs> Clowns, sitcoms, I don't know. Comedians. Comedians. Oh my goodness. Right, so each of All these is a comedian? These songs about oh. a funny comedian. Love boy. it. Or Love girl. It. Okay, okay. Uh or- wow. So this one is like a comedian who starts off strong then rambles for half their set, but is a great opener. Fuck. Okay. I want to know, Ev, who is this? This song is, of course, written about the Grand Dom himself, Conan O'Brien. Okay. <laughs> so, Ev, tell me, how is this song like Conan O'Brien? American television host, comedian, writer, podcaster, and producer, Conan O'Brien. He was born in the early 60s. Went to Harvard, of course. President of, of Harvard Lampoon. Of course. Yes. Uh, writer for The Simpsons uh, and SNL wrote some of the most uh, famous episodes of the early Simpsons. I think it's like Marge versus the Monorail and Her- Homer Goes to College. Those are two of the big episodes okay. that people still remember. I, I don't, but, but I'm uh, sure some people out there do. So started strong. He uh, um, had a little bit of a, a hiccup there where he was just wandering the streets of LA, didn't know what to do because he quit SNL and he quit uh, uh, The Simpsons because it was just too much stress. Okay. And he was like, well, I guess my life's over now, but he gets on. <laughs> There's something to follow. He gets on. Late night hey, show. There it is. Okay. And that's where he'll spend the rest of his life. <laughs> Basically, yes. In some well, I mean, form he's or on another. The, he's on late night, which goes from like 93 to 2009. Then he's on the tonight show that goes from 2003, 2009 to 2010. Then he's on Conan, 2010 to present. Wow. But he's a, basically a late night show. He's been on late night since 93. Wow. Can you So... Like Jesus, this song, twenty-seven years. Conan O'Brien is in for the fucking long haul, and he's in this. I believe Bare Naked Ladies started in ninety-three, so we've got some uh, some synergy here, don't we? Or was it ninety-one? I don't actually know. I don't know anything about the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> okay, bud. You don't need to. <laughs> so yeah, late night, the night show. Um, he had a little bit of a like this song. He had a little bit of a rocky opening uh-huh. where he's wah 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 wah. But as audiences soon came to love his uh, bizarre sort of uh, gen- genuine stylings. And the thing is, like, late night shows are a special type of comedy, right? Uh-huh. You got, like, you had, like, like they're no, you're, we're no longer in, like, the golden age of late night shows. Like, the Johnny Carson era where right. everybody tuned in to fucking late night with Johnny Carson or whatever it was with Johnny Carson. Because you had, like, I mean, you were, like, sort of in the Silver Age, right? Where you had, like, uh, David Letterman and Jay Leno and then Conan, right? Mm. And now you've got, like, Jimmy Kimmel and I don't know who else. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon. James All the Corden. Yeah. yeah Jim, he's, he's also Jimmy a James. Now that, a, a Jimmy. A Jimmy John. Yeah. Yeah. You got the you got the Slim Jims. Okay. <laughs> And and the bigger gyms, and it's okay. And we accept gyms, all, all gyms. All the, we accept all gym shapes. Ab, did you hear the creator of the Slim Jim just died of COVID? Sorry to be oh. sorry to be a bummer on this podcast, but Slim Jim himself has passed. Uh, truly, again, what's his name? Jim. Don't mean to verge into Doughboy's territory. Um, I don't know what his name is. Um, Slim Jim. I'm not gonna find any answers. Lon Adams. Huh. Long Adams. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Continue. Well, so so like late, late night comedy isn't necessarily like cutting edge or stand up or anything, but it's you know it's something you want to watch. You get you get the guests on, you talk to them, mm-hmm. you do a little bit of light humor. But I think Conan Conan did a little bit more than like Jay Leno and um, Letterman, right? Okay. Conan was a little bit edgier. Okay. And uh, I think this song has a little bit of an edge to it. It's a little bit old fashioned, just like late night, con- just like late night shows. Um, Cold, uh, Conan's going to do his best, um, you know. <laughs> and at the beginning, they weren't people weren't sure about him because he was basically a virtually unknown. And right. he's like, and a- him and Andy Richter, and Richter's like, "Did you hear? Was 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 that a cheer? <laughs> okay. Did the audience even make a sound, even though that I wasn't around." But you know, he soon found his groove, and then he was on for the next thirty years. Wow, he exceeded those posted limits. The limits was ten years yeah. for a talk yeah, show. Yeah, he is the longest. He is the longest uh, running. Uh, Late night Jesus. talk show host. Wow, that's incredible. I had no idea. He was he was in 2015. He 26 Good years. And now he's it's 2020, and I think he's finally retiring this year. Oh, okay, okay. He's retiring to his podcasting life because now. Well, actually, he's retiring to I think another show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Strange retirement. Not what I'd consider retirement, but fair enough. Um, yeah, boy, his podcast is enormously successful. Uh, and the fact that famous people do podcasts now is not fun. I hate it. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I want them to stop. Podcasts should be for the boys, not for the men. I want, I want That's our right. podcast to be the big boy. Just for garbage people. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were top 100 in, uh, music podcasts one time. Were we really? Yeah, we had that. We broke 100 once. Okay. Well, that sounds like just as good as Conan O'Brien needs a friend to me. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah, huh? even Andy Richter has a podcast now. Three questions. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, every now that the coronavirus is the thing, I think everybody who didn't have a podcast, which was all of a dozen people, now definitely have them. Mm-hmm. So, what well, you I mean, if you're talking, do, you might as well record it, right? Why? Why not monetize your friendships? That's what I've always said. <laughs> Hey, you're the one who suggested this to me, and we're making our cool we're million. We're raking it in. Hand over fist, those Dolores. Raking it in. <laughs> we'll Goodbye, be, Slim Jim. We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Very Good Ladies podcast. <laughs> hey, Ev. What's your favorite part of Inside of You? Boy, oh boy. Large colon. Nope. Mm. Long colon? There are two... Long intestines. Is that long a intestine? Okay. Short intestine, long intestine. <laughs> long intestine in isolation sounds like such a strange. To not know there's also a short intestine makes me think like, what a strange name for that organ. Yeah, well, I think like as far as medical names go, like those are like the best, right? Oh, because the short intestine yeah. is an intestine that's short. Yeah. The long intestine <laughs> is a long intestine that's long. Whereas like. There's like 700 Latin names for everything that every all the students in the anatomy classes below me have to remember. Right. What do you I think? I see them with their little flashcards every day. What do you and think? I'm like, haha, fucking suckers. <laughs> what do you think the worst name for an internal organ is? <sighs> I hate to put you on the spot here, but plimb- plimb- plimbus. The plimbus? Yeah. The plimbus. the plimbus joint is a very, uh, but that one can flare up, my dude, and uh, it can really hurt. Uh, I you think get your the- plimbus removed. That's what you got to do. Well, it's it, it is considered a vestigial organ now, I believe. Um, you say vestigial or vestigial? Vest- I've said I've heard it both ways. Did you, oh shit! Have I been pronouncing that? Oh boy! I don't know. I mean, no, I never I never get on people for doing that because that just means you've read it rather I, than like heard people true. talking about it. And like vestigial or vestigial isn't. I mean, again, I'm not trying to re- drag you. I'm just saying I don't know what it is. No, I wasn't. I wasn't doing the same thing as vestigial. I of course know the word vestigial. Vestigial means like a gal in a vest. I think an, an appendix is like, you know... Vestigal. It would, it would look Vestigal good. Vestigal sounds like a, a place where you can... You need vests? Come down to Vestigal. Vestigal. Like, <laughs> oh, no, Vestigal. It's like a... 
Y'all need vests? Come down to Vestigal. One hundred percent, it's a cowgirl. It's like when you buy those little tiny fucking vests that everybody wears in the line dance. Yes. If you want to outfit your whole line dancing troupe. Yes. You go to Vestigal. Go to Vestigal. Alternatively, could Vestigal be a superhero who has a lasso and rides on a unicorn? And I'm Vestigal, and I'm about to get this rodeo started. Um, she would ride on a unicorn, but it's like a bull, but it only has one horn. A bullicorn, absolutely. I'm a unicorn too. <laughs> He's Cockney. Oh, Gav. I'm a unicorn too. I hate that whenever I do my voice, you feel compelled to do yours too. <laughs> it's, it's the Irish that's coming out in me. Oh, I'm yep, also your sounded, cousin. <laughs> sounded very Irish to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say, I, I think the appendix is very confusing. It's also the name of the book, back of the book, which mm-hmm. that's a bummer. I don't like that. Yeah, it just—it's like an extra organ that was added in after the fact. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Here's your um, appendix. If you have any problems with other organs, like you'll need to look them up <laughs> look here. Look them up in the appendix, sure. Um, liver, I think, is a great name because it allows you to live. It is yeah. literally <laughs> you gotta live. <laughs> Without your liver, you're deader. Um, I don't know what else. What else is good or bad? In the- <laughs> this is the shittiest segment. You're the one who took it here. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I love it, and I think it's great, but it's also the shittiest thing we've ever done. Isn't, isn't your skin an organ? But I guess that's yeah. an external organ, isn't it? That's okay. External organs are just as valid Although as if, if I had to pick one, like, I mean, I don't think your skeleton is an organ, but like a skeleton is like the only only organ we use for decoration, right? Ye- yeah. No. Mm. No, because I mean, we draw hearts in places. Valentine's Day. Yeah, but they're not like, they don't look like hearts, though. Well, skeletons don't have the correct number of bones when you put them on the right, wall. Right, right. But like the difference between a drawn skeleton and a human skeleton is far less than, <laughs> you know, the, cor- the the cordiform that lives in our chest and the hearts we draw. Where did we get that modern conceptualization of the, the cute little heart? I wonder. Love to tell you. Okay. And begin. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a young man named Slim Jim. Hey, Googie, why we draw hearts like we draw? Are you on, Googie? Hearts. Oh, there we go. Okay. Right up. Okay. Uh, fifth or sixth century BC, the heart shape was used to represent the heart-shaped fruit of the plant Silphium, a plant possibly used as a contraceptive. So oh. it has uh, origins back in... Uh... Wait, a contraceptive? Meaning, like, yeah. you wouldn't get people pregnant if you ate this fruit? Yeah, the heart-shaped people leaves. P-E-E-P-A-L. Oh, from India. How can a fruit be a contraceptive? Do I just not understand that? It says possibly used as a contraceptive <laughs> on Wikipedia, so, <laughs> so I don't really... This was a real... Oh, it's a, so many species in the parsley family have estrogenic properties, so basically the same as you would uh, like a, uh, um, a birth control pill. Okay. Because it's all about controlling the levels of estrogen oh, so that you don't... Interesting. Um, God, who was the first, who put those pieces together? Like, I eat this fruit every day, I've never gotten pregnant, and I'm sure that these two are related somehow. That's wild to me that somebody came up with that idea in uh, in, in caveman times. It wasn't caveman times, it's whatever time you just said it was. 5th, 6th century BC. 6th century, that's kind of caveman times. Nope, nope, that is way beyond the Paleolithic period. I don't know if that's true. Um, Ev, do you know Tis. who else has... Uh, Caveman uh, times. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you know what other podcast takes place in the past? 
Well, that would be CWFP, Casual Wrestling Fan Podcast. They take place in the past because they haven't updated since July 28th, 2020. That's right. Cam and Jory were big fans of wrestling during the Attitude Era and are now back watching the WWE 15 years later. Oh, we- I thought that you were going to put this all in the past tense. <laughs> sure. And we're not. They were big fans of the wrestling era and now they were back. <laughs> Uh, I love to tell you this next two words, which are weekly recaps, thoughts, and goofs about pay-per-views, Raw, and SmackDown. Um, So uh, their latest episode, WCW Greed, talking about um, the 2001 WCW Greed event, the final pay-per-view to ever be broadcast under World Championship Wrestling. Um, You can check it out if you're super into wrestling, if you're super into hearing about two dudes talk about it and uh, their their experiences with it. It's a blast, and you're going to love it. That is the most honest and wonderful recommendation I've ever put out for an Orange Groves podcast. Even <laughs> though must, I have you ever listened to it? I did insult their release schedule. No, but that doesn't affect how much I love it. <laughs> what would be the best like, like WW, WCW colon greed? Oh, uh, what, so, what would be the best subtitle? Hmm, WCW colon Crush Mageddon? No, <laughs> I, I feel like it has to be a clumsy portmanteau. That has to be there. Like um, greed. Like, <laughs> unlike greed. Like WrestleMania, which is the, the worst thing possible. But for some Golden Corral. Persistent. That's not bad. I believe that's what Vesta Gal, uh, where, she, where her secret base is. The oh, Golden yeah, Corral. The Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Barenaked Ladies podcast. Now's the time in the episode when we spin this big wheel for another season. The big wheel's back. Yeah. <laughs> I could hear our crowd cheering. Did it go away? Uh, I mean, no, but I've missed it since last episode. Tonight is the night I fell asleep at the wheel. (laughs) How do the characters in this song die? (laughs) I guess of old age, right? Uh, Or like, I don't know. This is one where like the the partner she gets like uh, um, Alzheimer's, and he's caring for her as she slowly deteriorates. But he also gets Parkinson's. Jesus. So like they're in it for the long haul. Like they're these are people who have well the thing is they've lived into their like nineties. Like they're like nineties, late nineties, early early since. Do we have a speedball sitch? What? Do we have a speedball sitch? No, because they're like he'd love to, but he can't they can't get out in the desert. Okay. Right? Okay. And she's got and she can't consent to dying in the desert, right? Okay. So I mean I figure like they, they die in the same um rest home. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, interesting. I don't, cause I feel like I do see, I like you, you and Mike's couples idea. Um, but I don't, I feel like this guy is, is okay. Here's the thing. I thought the lyric was every once in a while I exceed the posted limits, but I'm reading on Google now. It says I'd see the posted limits. Mm-hmm. Did I miss it? Cause that changes the song entirely on, on genius. It says once in a while I exceed the posted limits. That's probably what it is. Okay. Cause that again, totally changes the meaning of the song (laughs) um yeah okay because if he's exceeding the posted limits he's like a workaholic and he's drinking energy drinks um he's going out to late night meetings with his boss in a while sniffing coke and like in a while off of a a sex worker's butt you are you are really you're really reaching for that i i don't know that i think his wife i think it's like a relationship where like yeah once in a while I exceed the posted limits. Like I fuck up, like everyone does. Hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. But do we do we feel like his his partner is uh, a lazy? A lazy? <laughs> yeah. I assume that's the uh, you can noun it, can't you? you Just can like I verbed anything. the I'm word just, noun. What's a what's a lazy? 
I mean, somebody who is just, oh, I'm going to be in my armchair. Maybe I won't get Living it done today. Yeah, a real summertime son of a bitch. <laughs> Do you- his partner is just a normal person, like he is. Okay. Well, he's not I know normal. this is the most he's- unfunny. Oh, he's <laughs> sniffing coke off. <laughs> sniffing Thank coke you. off I- a witch's nose. <laughs> he's grinding think, up yeah. woolly mammoth teeth and putting them up his butt. He's hearing people cheer. from. He's like looking around like, is somebody yelling? I hear somebody yelling. <laughs> Yeah, get- so this guy is, this guy is batshit. <laughs> He's getting in his DeLorean and driving down the road at a hundred miles an hour. God, uh, yeah, a restored DeLorean. Uh huh, a restorian as I call it. Um, mm. yeah, I don't know. I think, and then uh, by the end of the song, I think he finally realizes that diving in blind head first was a great way to break his nose. I think he maybe he does recover and then dies of old age in a nursing home, holding his <laughs> wife's hand on the exact same day. <laughs> That's a beautiful ending. You're right. It's not funny, but don't worry. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. Our podcast has never been funny, so it's fine. <laughs> Now's the time in the episode when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our freaky little fanny packs. Have I done that one before? That was close. Fans of fanny packs. Uh, uh, oh, that's true. Okay. Can I, can I start from the top? Always. Now's the time in the show when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our goofy little goobers. Here's a, uh, if you want to email no, us. I definitely think you've done goobers I, before. Okay. <laughs> Now's the time in the episode when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our hunky little hot dogs. There we go. <laughs> almost sure I've not done, done hunky hot little hot dogs. Um. You probably you can hamburgers. Send, you can Are send you, us an email. Would you do hamburgers first or hot dogs first? If you had a choice, I would always do a hamburger first. Yeah, yeah, always. 100%. Oh my god. Yeah, and I so think let's just assume you did hamburgers last time. Then <laughs> okay, that's fine. Here's why I always choose hamburgers over hot dogs is because the amount of toppings you could put on a hamburger far exceeds a hot dog, and I love a nicely topped main course. I just think a hamburger. I mean, okay, so I agree. <laughs> okay, good. Now let's move on to the next uh, next supposition. So. You're eating a straight one. So you're eating a hamburger, no toppings, hot dog, no toppings. What are we doing? Hot dog. Hmm. Because what I'm feeling like is these are like, when you're giving me the choice between hamburger and hot dog, I'm feeling like it's a 4th of July on the grill scenario. And in that case, you don't get the big juicy hamburger. You're probably getting like a frozen Walmart patty. Motherfucker, you come to my house, you get the juice. Okay. Well, then please invite me to your house. I would love to have a nice- You get the juice. You get OJ Simpson. (laughs) Pre-murdered OJ Simpson. You get the juice. All right. I'm into that. Naked gun OJ. My my man. You've had my burgies before, I think. They're good. Maybe. But I don't know. Hot dogs are better plain. Make them by a pan. My family has a cattle. Uh, All right. (laughs) Not beef. Oh, oh, oh. Your family has a cattle. I thought you said kettle. Uh, I thought yep, you made kettle, kettle made burgers. All my family has a kettle. Yes. <laughs> we I mean, we make tea too. Yeah. Come on. Every bud. month we drop it off at a new person's house. Um, you can email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Here is a Gmail from our friend TK. You remember TK, don't you? Theodore our buddy? Kennedy. Theodore Kennedy. Teresa Kastenberg. The kid. The kid. The kid. The kid is back. <laughs> Um, okay. He says, uh, the title of the email is since you asked, don't know. (laughs) I'm excited to get to the, I actually don't read these in advance. So this could be a terrible one. Sorry guys. I voted before I heard the podcast. Uh, When did we get this? Oh, November 3rd. Uh, Evan's right. Oh, TK is our conservative friend. Oh, there he goes. Yeah. 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 Hello TK. 
Hi, TK. Uh, Evan's right that I generally lean somewhat libertarian and sometimes vote that way. I won't say who I voted for. That's what secret ballots are for. But if it helps, I'm in a very blue state. So any vote you wouldn't like doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> wow. That's true. We are in a very red state. So both of us voted for Trump, even though we didn't want to. <laughs> Whatever happens, remember the wise words of Linus Van Pelt. The world didn't come to an end. If you are white and safe. All right, cool. <laughs> Since we're now in the PPE, I want you to pitch each of the Brannigan ladies as a piece of personal protective equipment. Ooh. Okay. Oh, and guys, your naked ratings are fun and all, but it's always hypothetical Evan and Saker nakedness. This is bare naked ladies. Can't there be a hypothetical naked woman for once? The song can be naked, but you don't have to be TK. That's okay. Hmm. I, that's listen. I'm up for constructive criticism. Um, so let's get to some PPE. We're in the PPE. We're having our PPE. Um, so, uh, do we want to just go back and forth like we usually do? Sure. Okay, <laughs> great. Um, all right, so I'm going to start uh, with, you know what? I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with Ed. You got to start okay. where it counts, bud. Yeah. Um, and I think Ed is going to be a 3M ratchet headgear, 825211000 with 3M clear chin protector, HCP8 visor not included. Oh, that's a good one. But you know what, that's bud? That's a fucking Cadillac. I'd include the visor because I love Ed and I think he deserves the Cadillac of 3M products. Um, this is basically a full face shield from the top of your head down to the bottom of your chin. Um, it's a, a window, which I enjoy, so we can still see the beauty of Ed. But I think the problem is... Uh, I think a lot of PPE mask your natural beauty, right? And Ed, mm -hmm. look at the cover of Grinning Streak. Mm -hmm. Ed is gorgeous. That man needs to be seen. He, sh he should be a fucking model, not a musician. Um, and so I think he needs to wear the PPE that gives him the least amount of, of, of uh, you know, face masking. Because the man is beautiful and he needs to be seen. He needs to be out there. So uh, ratchet headgear for my boy Ed. <laughs> Wonderful. Good. What do you got? I think uh, Jim mm -hmm. is, mm -hmm. let me see, let me think, an FDA registered 301696589 AAM AAMI level three open back disposable polyethylene isolation gown. Okay. This All right. is essential safety PPE disposable <laughs> isolation gown, also referred to as a barrier gown. Um, it comes with gloves. It has an open back. Um, so it's like a hospital gown for um, for hospital workers, nurses, like a diagnostic center, like an imaging center, pediatricians, sure. like that sort of stuff. A single use um, because, you know, I think like a, a lot of gym would go a long way. A little bit of gym goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Covers you from neck to ankles. Oh, hot damn. And does Jim need that? Uh, hell yeah, because he's so hot. <laughs> okay, sure. That, that Jim, checks I mean, out. <laughs> I feel like the temperature around him while he's rocking that base goes up by like four or five degrees. Oh, undoubtedly. Stay away from him. Oh my god. Um, it's got a rip away design in case the the like <laughs> the same uh um what the 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 spirit that ha that like ha he had in a uh, spider in my room uh, -huh. uh moves him to like just go. Yow! He seems like the kind of guy who's like. Just blump it away, and then it, occasionally he'll lean in the microphone and go, yeah! And that's <laughs> where he rips away his never down. heard him do that on an album or on a live track. Right, because he's a fucking professional. Sure, okay, so he always feels it, he just never does it. But if he had a rip-away gown, brother, he might have a different story to tell. Yeah, and I mean, it's this one, I'm going to I'm gonna pay for the upgrades. It's going to come with level 3 impact penetration Ooh. and level 3 hydrostatic resistance. Oh my god. So, because Jim stays cool under pressure. He, he is a technician. 
cold food cold, and he keeps your hot food hot, if hot. I know anything about Jim. All right, uh, let me get over to Ty here. Uh, so I am going to give Ty uh, the uh, 3M Peltor Alert FM radio headset hard hat attached. <laughs> so this beautiful piece of PPE, as you can see, Ev, I'm sharing my screen with you, uh, is a hard hat. But the cool, oh, thing, the cool thing about it is it has an attached FM radio in the hard hat. So you can be protected and jamming out at the same time, which I feel like Ty needs. Now, the one thing that I feel like Ty would do, and I think it's okay to mod your PPE a little bit, as long as you keep the basic safety regulations, is I would add for him maybe like, uh, maybe on the sides or the front or the back, those two little beer holders with the straws uh-huh. down in them. I want him to be drinking his beers. I want him to be listening to his Jimmy Buffett and his headphones, his sloppy boys up in his headphones. I want him to be protected and safe from COVID in his hard hat. That is what I wish for my boy, Ty. Ooh, lovely. Yeah. Give me a Kev. Okay, Kev. Kev would be, jeez. <laughs> Kev would be, of course, uh, model 4-0152-9017 wraparound anti-fog laser safety glasses with rose lenses. Yes, rose. friends, these lightweight, less than a pound <laughs> glasses are uh, rated versus argon, broadband, visible infrared, NDGA, arsenide, sparian, polymer, laser. <laughs> With a wow. visible luminous transmission of 50%, they include a storage case, safety, strap, and pouch. Kev, I feel like his heart of hearts, he is sitting there. Oh, my God, they're expensive. <laughs> How much um, are they? Out of curiosity. Like, like 250 bucks. Jesus Christ. To protect your eyes from lasers. Oh, my God. Um, I feel like Kev, uh, one of, I don't think this is like his ideal self, but I feel like his one of his dreams is being like, I see him as like a dead mouse-esque character <laughs> where he's like in the middle of like... Like a, uh, like a, like a, uh, uh, you know, he's in the middle of a rave or something okay. and he's just sitting there with like, just laying back in the cut. Like, cause the, he's just like going like, just bobbing a little bit. He's got the one headphone on. Okay. He's like got his, gosh, he got his tongue pressed in the corner of his lip. He's got right. his pacifier thinking, in. He's got his speedo you know, he's like, on. He's just, he's just bobbing a little bit, but he's got these laser glasses on because pew, 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 pew. <laughs> it's all shooting around. Pew, pew, pew. And you don't want to get one of those motherfuckers in the eye. No, 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 no. Absolutely right. I've never thought of Kev as a rave master before, but I guess I could see it. Yeah, because he's a, it's, it's, it's a rave in that, like, it's not like a do, 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 do. It's like a, um. It's like an Ibiza chill beats to relax to sort yeah, like of half uh, rave, dance half party. New, new age concert. Yeah, I could hear that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Oh, Kev boy. All right. Wow. Ev, I thought we were really going to struggle with this one. I truly think we knocked these PPE out of the park in the era of the PPE. Oh, um, man. Are we going to do the uh, Are we gonna do the PPE, though? Wh- what? <laughs> the, the PPE. Oh, pre- oh, pre-pager? So we're going to do Stephen Page and Andy Cregan? Is that what you're asking? Do you want to? Well, I uh, hadn't searched for anything, and now I have to bring up the 3M site that I was using before, but show enough we can. All right. Well, you're doing that. I can say Andy Cregan is a comfortable pair of steel-toed work boots. <laughs> okay. Why is that? Because, you know, he's not he's not out front. He's not handling everything, but, you know, he's in the back. He's in the back. He's the foundation of the band. He's working hard. And you know, if something, if someone drops something, if uh, someone uh, slips on a cord or something, Andy's there with some extemporization to like get him back in the swing. He's playing his fucking Kawika. Okay, all right, I like that. Which, um, by the way, I was listening to um, Augie's Municipal March, which is the uh, song at the end of Phantom Menace, which is on my playlist. Okay. 
It's a oh yeah yeah yeah, and there's a kuika in it. Oh and it really? Surprised me. Yeah, I just it goes <laughs> like that, and I'm like, well, that's a fucking kuika. And they made it to like they tried to make it sound like it was some sort of like animal noise, but I'm like, I know what that is, motherfucker. It's the gorilla noise that everybody knows from uh fucking Dido's uh and ah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's not a kawika though that's just someone going ah. oh i thought it was a kawika well wasn't it also on it was on enid that's right that's yeah. where i called it a, the gorilla um i think that steve out of everything he could possibly have would have that classic u-line class two solid reflective oh. lime vest you know oh. what i'm talking about baby yes i know what you're talking about that i wear one of those when i jog every night so i don't get hit by a car really oh that solid polyester hook and loop mm. closure one inside pocket <laughs> you gotta have the one inside pocket you don't want too many pockets because oh, they're no, too no, much no, no, drag no. too much wind yeah, resistance 100 percent. yeah um i think that steve wants to be seen all the time he's doing cocaine mm-hmm. in his window he is <laughs> releasing heal thyself part one he is in the front of the band captain of this merry band of men um and whatever lets him be seen more i there, I bet there's a vest that's completely made of reflective material, not just has reflective lining on it. Yeah, um, and yeah, and like a like a reflective vest, like it's important when it's on stage when you need it. But then, like you wouldn't want to wear it all day. And I feel like Steve has to all feels like he has to always be on. Yeah. So it'd be like going about your daily life always wearing this lime green reflective vest. Yeah, but unfortunately, you know, that's sometimes when you're when you're a leader, you have to because yeah, your people are looking you. to yeah. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Oh fuck! I said absolutely again. <laughs> You're allowed to. You're allowed to agree. <laughs> Don't Ab- let them change you. No, Never let I them change you. I Our listeners are more important than my personal comfort. <laughs> I feel mm-hmm. like I have to please them. <laughs> Our twelve listeners. Ebbo, that's the yeah. end of yet another episode of It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Um, you can email us. It's all been done. About ladies podcast at gmail.com. You can get with us on Twitter at been done pod. Get with us on Facebook. It's all been done. About ladies podcast. You can rate and review us on iTunes. Unfortunately, we have no more. Oh, actually we did. Uh, nope. Take it down. <laughs> take it down. Um, it was from, it wasn't on, it was on like Stitcher or something, which oh, I, I never see. Most people Ooh. review us on iTunes, but, uh, What's that? <laughs> Most famous podcast. Most famous podcast. Stitcher is famous communist podcast. Um, yeah, and it was. Uh, I'm sorry. It was on. It was on Podchaser. A five out of five. The review was: This podcast is hilarious. Even if you're not a BNL fan, it's still great to listen to. I literally laugh out loud during every episode. It's the perfect blend of music and humor. The hosts and all of the guests do a really fantastic job. And that's oh, from nice. Fiona L. F. Kelly, who admittedly is one of the people on the other actual play podcast that I do. (laughs) But thank you, Fiona. That's very kind of you. Um, All right. Ebbo, uh, what do you have to plug this week? Connections. Oh, shit. In this COVID time, it's hard to keep connected with people. So I just want you to, you know, if you listeners go out, um, you know, on your, in the internet world and and make a connection today. Do a podcast with somebody. Schedule a a hundred thousand episode podcast. (laughs) There are enough podcasts in the world, and podcasts are the way we keep in touch and I, monetize I, and monetize said touchness. I do, I do want to, because there's like, there's like, a, let's analyze Star Wars a minute at a time, and there's like, let's, there's a podcast where they they read one page of Ready Player One and then review that page every day. But I want to break it down even more granular. I want word by word. I want like, <laughs> let's do Infinite Jest. This week we're talking about Word seven hundred and sixty-eight. <laughs> that would be fun, right? <laughs> 
No, it wouldn't. What would be a great name? Infinite Pest is a perfect, because it's a podcast that will pester you for the rest of time. Infinite Jest isn't even a good book I don't, as a ha- whole. Have you read it? It was I read through uh, a quarter of it before I just set it down. I'm like, that's enough of that. <laughs> For, that's way more than I would have read of Infinite Jest, so good on you. Well, I I powered through it. Okay, all right. To, that far. That's wild to me. That uh, Do you often feel like you have to power through books that you got just because you bought them or you whatever? Not anymore. No, no. I feel like, I mean, some, bo- some books, some movies, some things are like formative. Yeah. And I'm like, everyone references fucking Infinite Jest. I should at least get an idea about sure. what it is. Sure, And, okay. you know... I've got an idea now. That's all I need. This week, I am plugging Infinite Jest. David Foster Wallace has uh, supported the podcast this week with his $100 monetary donation for his 1996 novel, Infinite (laughs) Jest. Hey, he couldn't because his name is David Lost Your Wallet. (laughs) Is that a good? That's like a Mad Magazine version of David Foster Wallace. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. Mad Magazine's David Foster Wallace panel. (laughs) David Lost Your Wallet. Uh, All right. More uh, like infinite pest, am I right? Oh, isn't that what I said? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one, one week. week. I'm Cam. I'm Jory. And we're the hosts of CWFP. The casual wrestling fan podcast. Your weekly universe-friendly alternative for WWE wrestling recaps, discussion, and riffs from two friends who just love wrestling. And occasionally also New Japan, Impact, and all Elite thoughts as well. If you're tired of Mark's constantly booing a product they (laughs) regularly support and pay for, you can find us hosted on the Orange Groves Network or through your preferred podcasting app. Wait, why won't The Undertaker stop booing the company?